0: Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with eXp Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of eXp Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around. All right, so let's talk about the ultimate real estate success formula. What is that? A lot of people are going to say this, uh, but we're going to give you a track on how how to go ahead and leverage yourself out to be successful and to continue on, whether you're brand new or again that you're just getting started and starting to see some momentum, what is the clarifying thing? Am I doing things correctly? What else can I be doing? Number one is to make sure that you're in the right place. What I mean by that is make sure that you're in the right brokerage, make sure you're in the right team. I'm not pitching my team or my brokerage or anything like that, I'm saying whatever is right for you. Um, even when I'm recruiting, I'm one of the few recruiters that says, yes, go interview with other people. Let them, let, let's see if you feel like that seems right. Most of the best agents that I ever hired on said that they felt like this was a good place for them. right? And that, that kind of comes from within. Uh, whether that works. And if you signed on with somebody and they promise you the world that still doesn't feel right, you can change at any time. So make sure that you kind of look around and interview, even in secret if you have to, uh, to see if there's anything else that can help you get there. Because having the right people around you, having the right culture, makes a huge difference in your success. Once you figure that out, create a business plan. There's tons of different business plans that you can find online, real estate business plans. A lot of coaches offer them for free. So find, the, uh, find a business plan and fill it out for a year. Whether you want to start in January, whether you want to start now in the middle of the year, it doesn't really matter as long as you have a long, at least a year's lookout of what you want to do and have a plan. If we don't have a plan, we never will get to where we're going because we don't know where we're going, right? So you need to have that plan so that you can execute it. Next, which would be number three, is to pick three areas of lead generation, only three. A lot of agents I know go out and they like pick 20 different things and try to do them all at once. What you're doing is you are doing all of them, but you're doing it half-ass, right? Excuse my language, but that's really what it is. You're doing it half-ass, right? What My thing I would tell you is pick three. Pick three areas of lead generation and concentrate on those things, right? If you can get one of those each month then and generate a lead once a month from from each one of those areas, you average 36 deals per year. That's phenomenal, right? Most real estate agents don't even come close to that. So pick those. As, as soon as you generate more and more and more, you can start expanding and putting more um, poles in the water or lines in the water, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but pick those things, concentrate and figure out exactly what that is. Implement that into your business plan. Next which will be number four, is uh, use proven scripts and presentations. Again, if your team, if your brokerage doesn't have these already, uh, go out and find them online. Again, a lot of coaches, a lot of uh, different programs are gonna offer a certain portion of these for free. What are those scripts? It could be FISBOs, expireds, it could be warm leads, it could be incoming calls, it could be anything, right? Presentations are buyers presentations. Yes, there's a presentation for buyers. Uh, there's a listing presentation. Yeah, we always do that too. What are those things that are gonna work for you? What is proven to work? Use those and practice them. Please practice them. Don't let the first time that you do a presentation or run a script be on an actual client that could actually give you five, eight, ten, or more thousand dollars. Don't practice on them okay number five is um, use that swag, sweat equity first all right a lot of people tell me that they want to just be like yeah Zillow called and said that I can get three leads for 250 bucks a month well, that's actually pretty cheap uh, for Zillow <laughs> um, but they say these things and it seems ridiculous and be like great how much are you making right now um well I've only got one or two deals done well you probably shouldn't be spending money on it if you're not If you're not making enough money to cover it or if you haven't done any at all, don't spend money before you have it. So what I'm saying here is to use your sweat equity as a brand, especially as a newer agent, you got more time than you do experience. So get out there and learn what you're doing now and get out there and actually get that stuff done What's sweat equity. Literally, you could sweat by going out and knocking on doors around just listed, just sold, right? Or your open house, doing open houses. That's another thing you could do. Get on the phone and call, circle prospect. Uh, It could be working any, your SOI. That's that's a huge thing that you should do and you should do that first and foremost if you have that. that. Those are the best ones all around. But use all those sources that aren't gonna cost you money. It's only gonna cost you time. And if it is money, it's very little because you're paying for like a system for numbers or something like that. But use all that stuff first before you start spending money, okay? And that way, if the money you spent on something doesn't work out, you can always go back to the other ones, go back to the pot in order to uh, continue to cultivate business and you can continue to stay in real estate, right? So do that first. All right, going on to number six, concentrate on listings, why? Because listings are the highest leverage item that you could possibly get, regardless of the market. If you get a listing, you can get that one time and you don't have to go back and forth to the listing more than likely, right? And you can also take that and use that as a marketing piece. If you do everything right, that listing should give you two extra buyers, statistically, right? So not only that, but your listings should should give you some extra buyers, so you should get three, maybe four if you double-side the uh, listing itself. You could get four deals off of one listing. With a buyer, you're just running around, right? You're showing them homes, and at any point they could just be like, no, I'm done. Because buying a house is a want, and selling a house is a need. So it's way better to concentrate on those listings. You could probably handle four, three, four, five buyers at one time that are actively looking in any market. <laughs> um, with listings, you could probably handle 30 to 50 at a time, with a certain amount of that. So concentrate on those listings. All right. And number seven is now to start hiring out leverage or to get leverage. Use leverage through systems or people. Okay. So it's very important that you have these systematized. So if you have a whole bunch of clients that you have a customer resource management system to handle it. You know, those are your market leader websites and, and CRMs, that's your follow-up boss, uh, that's your KV core. all these different things that you can use to have some sort of system. If you don't have a system, at least create an Excel worksheet, <laughs> okay, <clears throat> to track your people. Your marketing should be systematized for your listings. All of these things should be in there for you to do to be repeatable processes that you don't have to think, and it could be a check mark, as well as your transaction coordination should be some sort of check mark list of how to do each thing. Once you have all that, then we can start hiring people leverage. People leverage are gonna allow you to do more business and concentrate on lead generation activities versus sitting there on your computer trying to figure out systems, okay? Do this, it's gonna be the biggest jump that you make from being just a self-employed person to being a business owner. Hiring people. The first thing that you should do is hire a transaction coordinator. And you don't actually have to hire this person. You can contract them out, because that's what most agents are doing now here in 2022. Is when you start up, you get through, you get a contract, and then once you get a contract, you send it to an outsourced TC. That TC only gets paid if that transaction closes. So it comes out of your cost to sale. That being said, it could be two, three, four hundred bucks depending on your marketplace per transaction that you're paying them. Once you get to a certain amount of transactions where it doesn't make sense, then you hire a transaction coordinator to solely work for you versus the per transaction, okay? Once you're done with that and you need more leverage and you look, can hire an admin. One of the very trendy things that we see people doing now is hiring virtual assistants. I personally at the time of this video have six trans, uh, virtual assistants for me, myself and my team, right? Um, and they're great. They'll take care of all the tasks that are $10, $15 to $25 an hour work. I send it off to them. And most virtual assistants will, will be paid, they're usually out of the Philippines or Mexico or something like that, like 3 to $5 an hour. Not too bad. Even if you have a part-time one to take care of your social media prospecting, uh, you could use a transaction, you could use them for your transaction coordination. You could help them cultivate your sphere of influence. I caution you on on using them to make your calls for you like an inside sales associate, but that's something else that you could look further on if you're going to use one. But an administrative assistant to help you with pretty much everything to take that off your plate is huge. (laughs) You'll see the difference when you hire that TC. And last but not least, number eight, as money comes in, then you can start. (laughs) Paying for lead sources, okay. Um, that's the next step to help leverage your business just a little bit more. And now, instead of leveraging your time for money or your time for money, now you or time for leads. Now you can also leverage money for to get some time back to go back and do the other things to control your business. Because as you get bigger and bigger, more and more stuff needs to go on. So leveraging and using money power to do that is gonna make these leads a little bit easier to procure so you don't have to spend so much time cold calling and things like that, providing that you're keeping these sources accountable. That's the biggest thing. Don't, <laughs> don't do something and forget about it and be like, hey, I'm spending thousand dollars on this a month and I'm only getting, you know, two hundred dollars back or nothing back. All right, be quick to get rid of these things if they're not giving you any return on investment. But that's the last thing I would say is start to pay out for resources. Do all these other things first to leverage out your business, build a good foundation, and you will be successful. Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with eXp Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore, with the Whittemore Group, If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of EXP Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around.